Back to Ticket Stubs and Cassette Tapes. I'm Andy and I'm your host. And today we're once again joined by Chad. What's up, Chad? What's happening? Oh, not much. Um, I've been looking been forward to this one. Yeah, it has. It's been, it has been a while. Um, so um, since, you know, Chad's absence, I've been doing some uh, stuff. We I did watch alongs on, uh, I guess now it's been three of the the halloween movies uh just for fun uh since there's a new one coming out this year uh i did that as sort of a way to test out the uh the watch along format which is essentially a running commentary um seems to be popular uh nowadays and it's fun to do uh and so i enjoyed it and today we decided we'd do it for the great outdoors which is uh a really fun summer movie you know can't really go wrong with John Candy and Dan Aykroyd, especially together. So uh, this one should be a fun one. We're also going to do a, uh, a a top or our personal top five SNL cast member uh, list. So it's not necessarily the what we think is the definitive best top five list. It's just sort of more in our personal wheelhouse. Um, no, it's the definitive. <laughs> yeah, it's my definitive. Um, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Um, we're also out there on pretty much any podcast platform uh, that you use. Um, so, you know, we're on uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, um, a bunch of them. I forget. I forget myself. Amazon streaming. We're on, we're on a lot of them. So, uh, pretty much any, any platform that you use, we're out there. Um, on the social media side, you just, uh, look up ticket stubs, cassette tapes. Uh, you'll see our logo there. Give us a follow if you would like, uh, but make sure to leave a rating on whatever podcast platform you use. That would be greatly appreciated. All right. So, We'll get to the uh, to the watch along a little later. Now, how that works for those of you uh, who haven't done this before is that we have the movie pulled up. We're actually doing a watch party together on it, uh, and so we'll start at the zero point zero zero timestamp. I'll tell you when I hit play. That's when you hit play. That'll sync us up, and then uh, yeah, we'll just have some fun watching the movie and, and giving some fun commentary on stuff and just enjoying it with you. But first we'll hop on our top five personal SNL 
cast member favorites. Um, this was a tough list. <laughs> this was this is something I had to think about. Uh, you know, I I don't know that we've talked a lot about SNL on here. Um, for me personally, SNL is is one of my favorite shows of all time. Um, you know, it's not a show that I watch much anymore, but certainly growing up, it was a regular thing that I watched. And I think it was that way for a lot of people. Chad, what about you? I mean, you know, was SNL something that you tuned into on a regular basis? Oh, absolutely. Uh, ever since I was little, of course, my parents didn't like me watching it, but, uh, I did. Uh, it was my first, uh, I guess, introduction to, I guess, comedy and more, even when I was little, I guess more a little bit grown up comedy. So yeah, I was at the TV every Saturday night at, at uh, 10 30 hour time. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it was something for me that, um, I was the same. And then, uh, you know, when I got a little older and, uh, access to DVR and those things came out, I recorded, uh, the episodes and would watch them back if I couldn't watch them, um, on Saturday night. And that was a game changer for me. I loved that option. Um, yeah, SNL is definitely one of those shows that um, I don't know that any of the younger generations coming up, I don't know that they'll ever fully understand, you know, just not even because of what's your opinion of, you know, the quality of the show has been over the last decade or so, but also just because live TV is completely different now, right? So it's not... You know, we, we all think of streaming and playback and, you know, nobody really thinks about live television anymore unless you're talking sports or news. Uh, that's pretty much the last two, um, you know, standing programs as far as live television. Mm-hmm. Um, but other than that, you know, the entertainment is just the, the landscape's totally different now. Um, so that is kind of interesting, but it definitely was something that had an impact on me growing up. Many of the movies that we've covered so far and many that will be covered down the road contain SNL alumni, including the one we're watching today. So, you know, that's, that obviously plays into uh, our love for, um, you know, these pieces of entertainment. Um, All right. So top five SNL cast members list. Um, Again, I just want to state this again. It's not, we're not saying that this is the best. We're just saying this is our personal favorites. Uh, could be the best. I don't know. But, uh, and we haven't revealed each other's list to each other. So going in sort of dark here. Um, I, we can go in an order, but it's not that big a deal. But, uh, Chad, if you had to pick a number five, who would yours be? Oh, gosh. Oh, there's so many that are great. Um, it's a, mm, let's go with Bill Hader. Okay. Uh, I loved him on the show. He's one of the, I don't say newer, but over the span of the show, since it started at what, 75, one of the newer, uh, of course he's not on there now, but, uh, uh, very talented uh, impressionist. Uh, the characters he would come up with, the skits, uh, he was just extremely funny. Yeah, Bill Hader, he he was he's sort of a 
he's one of those guys that could just carry uh, uh, an entire night, you know, like mm-hmm. he could come out there and just, <laughs> uh, you know, his skits could kill even if everybody else's weren't. I mean, that's sort of, uh, you know, his Bill Hader's thing. He was, uh, in my opinion, uh, and I'll talk about him in a minute, but he, in my opinion, was one of the uh, the last greats that we've seen. Even yeah. though he, he's been off the show for probably 10 years now, which is crazy to think about. Long. Yeah. Um, but it, he, he uh, yeah, he was just a, a powerhouse when he was on the show. My number five is Dana Carvey. Um, yeah, he's on Dana, Dana Carvey is undoubtedly one of the most flexible uh, cast members that the mm-hmm. show had ever seen. Um, you know, you talk about impressionists, there may not be a better impressionist than Dana Carvey. He, uh, I mean, just off the top of my head, you know, George Bush, you know, he did George Bush, uh, senior, he did, um, church he had lady. church lady, Wayne's world. Mm-hmm. I mean, he, he was a character guy. That's what he was born to do. Um, and if, um, if you guys don't know, you know, he has a podcast now with David Spade and they talk about, you know, their days in SNL and it's very interesting stuff. But, um, you know, that guy's just endless character, Hans and Franz. I mean, oh, yeah. you could, you could just go down the list of the characters <laughs> that guy played. And do you remember what year he, he came into SNL? I don't remember. I know it was the eighties. It was the late. It was, 80s. and that's and that's actually when I started watching is when he, um, was was owned. Uh, so this was like, um, nineteen eighties. Yeah, that mid, was his first year. Yeah, so, so he that, came that's on. When with... I started watching, so I remember watching like Hans and Franz and Church Lady. You know, those were those right. were brand new and live, which that kind of dates me. Of course, I was very little at the time, but. Well, I remember uh, on the podcast him talking about his first show. He was in the cold open, not the first skit, the cold open. He had to do Church Lady. It's like that would be nerve wracking. <laughs> yeah. like I can remember show. watching those skits uh, and then doing them for my friends at school uh, that next Monday, Monday morning. Yeah, every time. <laughs> that was a big thing. You know, you would because it was a show that everybody watched so when you came to school you know it's kind of like almost like i mean not not to the same level but it's almost kind of like when the super bowl happens you know you go to work on monday and like most everybody in the country watched the super bowl so Mm -hmm. you talk about the commercials or the what happened in the game it's kind of like that to a smaller level you know everybody watched it everybody knew the skits uh, but yeah, he came in 1986. Uh, he came in with Phil Hartman and Kevin Nealon. Yep. So that's pretty interesting. Two other great, uh, yeah. Cast members. Phil Hartman is one of the most underrated, oh gosh, uh, yeah, uh, cast members for sure. Um, all right, that's my number five. Uh, what do you have it for? Number four, John Lovitz. Oh, yeah. So again, that same time period, uh, just so many characters. Uh, a, a lot of them, to me, his best ones were during uh, Weekend Update. <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, of course, with Dennis Miller. 
Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, just hilarious. Jealous. Yeah, Lovitz has. <laughs> Lovitz has this uh, very unique personality, and it's you know he's like, I imagine for impressionists, he's got to be one of the easiest people to impersonate yeah, his because delivery is just unmistakable. One of my favorite recurring skits with him during the eighties, and you may remember this one. I think they did a few of them was where he was, uh, I forget the exact name of the skit, but he was essentially like a, uh, uh, what do you call it? A, uh, was it like pathological liar? Yeah. You seen yeah. that one? Yeah. Where he just, ticket. <laughs> he just keeps lying, <laughs> you know, like he'll come home to his mother and like convince his mother that he's a billionaire and, you know, you know, he's, he's been traveling to all these countries and it's just all lies and he just keeps telling them it's hard to explain, but the sketches are, they're hilarious. And, uh, yeah, John Lovitz, that's a guy who didn't have the biggest movie career, right? but he's remembered for stuff like SNL. And he, I, I mean, I know of at least a few uh roles he had in movies that i remember i mean i know he's been in some adam sandler stuff i think um, he had a starring role was it in high school high i don't i'll be honest i don't i never yeah watched, i've never seen the movie but i think he was a star in that because he's i think his bread and butter is is uh a side player yes right? he's not a lead character yeah. right um the biggest thing i remember him in it was rat race you seen that Mm, I have not. The early 2000s. Um, I think it was the early. Yeah, it was the early 2000s. He was in a movie rat race where essentially people get picked. I've, it's been at least 20 years since I've seen the movie, but people get picked uh, to try to win money or something. And he's uh, some sort of excessive gambler and he takes his family. He's not like the main, main character, but he's one of them. Uh mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, that's the only one I can remember, and then a handful of supporting roles. Uh, wedding singer, I remember exactly. that one. That's what I was fixing to mention. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, yeah, I mean, he is his career. He had Saturday Night Live, of course, and then uh, after that, it was all just um, side characters or supporting uh, characters. Yeah. But still. Uh, just so famous and so well known and well loved. Uh, but that speaks a lot to uh, um, his talent. That you know, even as a side character, that he's able to steal the show. Yeah, yeah, he he definitely was really good at that, and that's what you need out of that kind of character. So that's a solid pick, John Lovitz. Uh, my number four, it's. This is a little different. It, it is a cast member, but he's more well known for his role on Weekend Update, and that is Norm McDonald. Oh, yeah. Norm McDonald is one of those guys that you either get his comedy or you don't. And that really depends <laughs> on your, and that really uh, influences your opinion on him. Now, yeah. most people I know love Norm McDonald, mm-hmm. um, but he is one of those guys with one of those sense of humors. Um, Norm Macdonald became synonymous with O.J. Simpson mm. in the 90s uh, with SNL. He, uh, his, his Weekend Up 
update sketches and jokes were just hilarious. Um, for those of you who don't know what I'm talking about, he would always poke fun at OJ Simpson. And the joke was always that OJ is definitely guilty, you know? <laughs> and uh, I think, I mean, that eventually got him ran out of NBC. Yeah. That, that um, cost him. Uh, but he stuck to his guns and, and, you know, Norm MacDonald just passed away earlier this year. Correct. Yeah. I think it was earlier this year. Um, another guy who didn't have a, fantastic movie career but um definitely kind of like john lovitz he had some he had some supporting roles in some movies um, he did uh he was a star in a movie called dirty work yes dirty work with uh with uh yeah it's um Artie lang Artie lang that's right Artie lang um dirty and dirty work's a funny movie it has a lot yeah. of uh comedy greats in it um for sure and and uh but again other than that you don't you know he just didn't get the but that's not really his thing right he's not he is the like he is what you would if you can make a comedian out of clay you would make norm mcdonald yeah that's that's what he is he is a stand-up comedian uh i don't really think he was into the actor stuff Right, creating um, characters and stuff. He is a he is like you said a, a comedian. He's a comedian's comedian. Right, and he, uh, you know, his talk show appearances were always legendary. Whether it be uh, Letterman, Conan, I mean, it didn't matter. I mean, he was just a legendary uh, guest on talk shows. Norm Macdonald, he like I said, very specific sense of humor, but it he is hilarious and. He was, in my opinion, no doubt the the best weekend update host that there has ever been. Um, he's a big part of what made that '90s cast so iconic uh, that everybody knows and loves now. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, he's my number four. Um, oh, that's, a, that's a good one, I, and I'll yeah. be honest, I I knew you you would probably pick him, and he is one of my favorite comedians now. I did not put him on my list because when I was when he was on the show and I was watching it, I'll be honest, I didn't care for his brand of comedy. But now that I've got older, he is one of my favorite comedians. Yeah, he's not that guy that if you're 12, 13 year old, years old, you're going to pick up on his stuff. Yeah. But if you're past like 25, you'll probably appreciate him more. Yeah. For sure. Um, and, and, yeah, Norm is he is one of those guys that you can turn on uh, a bit of him doing a joke or one of his weekend update sketches or talk show appearances, and you can just start rolling laughing at the guy. I mean, mm-hmm. he is um, he is just incredibly hilarious. Uh, what about your number three? Let's go with um, oh gosh, there's so many. Um, Let's go with Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy, solid pick. So, you know, in the early 80s, uh, after that, uh, you know, those, those first uh, few cast members left, like uh, Chevy Chase and Dan Aykroyd and Bill Murray, he really, uh, there was a real dip in, in, in the show, but he really carried the show. He came in at 19 uh, and really... Uh, took that show along with him. He kept it going. 
almost single-handedly. There were some other cast members on there, but um, and and folks that you wouldn't wouldn't know that was on there, but they were at the time. Yeah. Uh, but he really uh, carried that show uh, on his back. Uh, Mr. Robinson's Neighborhood. Um, uh, oh gosh, what's the other one? Gumby. Uh, <laughs> Gumby. James Brown. James Brown. Uh, hot tub. <laughs> but you know, of <laughs> course, he had a a, a huge uh, movie career afterwards. Yeah. And some of the greats coming to America. I mean, just so many movies, but. Uh, his characters uh, on on SNL is just he is he's just hilarious. Yeah, Eddie Murphy is sort of known as the guy who single handedly saved SNL. And you mentioned there was a dip. Well, you know, part of that was cast members. Another part of that was Lauren Michaels left the show, mm-hmm. and that really, really the the direction of the show went down pretty badly. You know, Lauren Michaels. For those of you who don't know. Um, he's the guy who runs the whole ship. Um, started SNL, still runs SNL to this day, but in the early eighties, he did, uh, uh, leave to work on movies, um, specifically to work on, uh, three amigos with, uh, Dan Aykroyd, Chevy Chase and Martin Short didn't work out and he came back. Um, and so that is true though. You, the the funny thing about the eighties and SNL is there's a lot of people like you mentioned on the show that you would never have even known was an SNL cast member. Yeah. Um, I mean, Robert, you have Downey, Robert Jr. Downey Jr. Um, um, trying to think Julia, Julia Louis-Dreyfus. Yeah. yeah. Um, Martin Short was on there, right? I think Billy Crystal was on there. He was there. on one year. Mm-hmm. I think Martin Short was. Um, you had, oh, who's, uh, I'm trying to think, obviously, uh, Lovitz was on there. Mike Myers came in, Mm -hmm. well, we talked about Dana Carvey, but Mike Myers came in in 89, Mm -hmm. uh, Anthony Michael Michael Hall, Hall. a lot of people don't know he was on SNL, uh, Joan Cusack. Yep. A lot of people don't know she was on Walls, who's married to. Steve Carell. Yeah. Damon Wayans, one of the Wayans brothers. Yeah. Yeah. Randy Quaid. I mean, yeah, people, a lot yeah. of people don't know Randy Quaid was on <laughs> uh, SNL. So, yeah, they – and the sad thing about it is is that all of those, you know, maybe not all of them, but most of those people, it could have been solid cast members, but the direction of the show was yeah. so down. I mean, you think about, like, Randy Quaid – like, how is Randy Quaid not a star on this? And know. <laughs> you know, you would well, think it, that guy would be up there with like Farley and like Will yeah, Ferrell. Absolutely. Because that's, that's like right up his wheelhouse. But, um, well, yeah, Robert Downey Jr., he's, you know, huge now, of course. But, and lauded then, as one of the worst cast members. Oh, I know why. I saw one of the, I saw a skit with him and, I didn't know what it was. He <laughs> was in a suitcase with his head sticking out. <laughs> yeah. He is one of, like, people almost unanimously vote him as, like, the worst cast member. It's not really his thing. Yeah. I think he would probably be better now, honestly. Yeah, he was very, he was. very young, man. Yeah, extremely young. Um, so, yeah, it's... But but Eddie Eddie Murphy is definitely the guy who came in and was sort of the glue that just held the thing together, mm-hmm. and uh, 
and is definitely up there as one of one of the best uh, all time cast members. Um, all right, my number three. We're gonna revisit one of yours, but my number three is Bill Hader. Um, you know, like I said earlier, Bill Hader is one of, in my opinion, one of the last great cast members who could steal the show who had extremely memorable um, skits uh, and extremely memorable characters. Uh, Bill, Bill Hader was pretty much, whenever he left the show, was around the time I sort of uh, exited the show as well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, me too. He, along with uh, Fred Armisen, Will Forte, Jason Sudeikis, I mean, they that cast was was really solid, and in my opinion, one of the one of the last best ones. And you know, maybe and, and again, I don't really watch the show now. I, I feel like for you know, I feel like the show took a, a, a bit of a decline after them. I continued to watch a little bit after that, but it just it, the show never hit me the way it did before. Uh, Bill Hader, like you said, great impressionist. The guy is just he has the timing. He knows how to write funny stuff, and um, he really knows how to play to the audience. And, you know, there's not a ton of guys that come through there that know how to do that. And um, he was incredible at it. And, um, you know, I, I really wish that Bill Hader would get more opportunities in comedy movies. Um, and he really just hasn't got gotten a ton since he left the show he's gotten some um you know i know right now he's got the show barry on hbo which i watch but obviously it's not a full-on comedy it's more of a you know drama slash comedy but he writes the show uh he's the star of the show and it is a good it's a quality show but um you know he's he's one of those guys that hasn't had the, the the biggest career after the fact but his time on snl was absolutely legendary i mean he was you know he was again just one of those guys that could steal the show so bill Hader comes in at my number three what do you have uh for number two chris farley all right so uh again one of my favorite comedians uh i loved his movies afterward after snl of course tommy boy and black sheep but just his uh his presence on the show was just huge of course you got matt foley um, but, and the, the super fans, uh, but then, you know, even when he wasn't, um, uh, you know, supposed to be the star of the, the, the skit, right. He, he still found a way. I think you and I were talking about, was it a few weeks ago? One skit where it was the Italian restaurant. Oh yeah. Uh, and Pepper he Boy. just hammed it up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so many great skits that, um, you know, it was the, uh, the hidden camera, um, uh, com- uh, commercial with the coffee, the coffee. Yeah. Uh, and he just goes berserk, <laughs> uh, Hurley boy. <laughs> yeah. Zagat's. Oh, I mean, it's just endless. I don't think Gap I've girls. seen a skit where he's just not hilarious. Yeah. So I'll follow up right now and say, he's also my number two, Chris Farley is one of those guys that has just become legend. I mean, he he came onto the scene and I mean, well, for instance, I think it was 
maybe his fourth or fifth show and he hadn't been in a lot of sketches when he did the Chippendale sketch with Patrick oh, Swayze. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he was almost brand new to the show and that was what broke him. <laughs> I mean, it is almost impossible. And I know some people have issues with that skit. Some people who were on the show at the time have issues with that skit for certain reasons. But in my opinion, like, I don't think there's any way possible to watch that skit and not just like start crying laughing. Yeah. I mean, the, the, his, his dedication is second to none. What makes <laughs> the skit funny? Yeah. I mean, like people say, well, you know, they're just making fun of the fat guy. That's a low blow. I say what makes it funny is that he's actually a good dancer. <laughs> And he's actually keeping up with Swayze, if not out dancing him. That's what makes it funny to me. Yeah, he's an incredible athlete. And it's almost like, number one, you can't believe he's doing this. Number two, the premise of the skit. And number three, he's actually good. Yeah. And that's what that's what makes it funny to me. And uh, yeah, obviously everybody knows the Matt Foley skit. Um <laughs> Yeah, the Swayze skit, the Chippendales would not fly today. Oh, no, 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 no. They would not make today. that today. Um, the oh the gosh. Chris Farley show, he had interviewed, uh, <laughs> <laughs> he would interview uh, 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 Paul McCartney or different stars, and it was so <laughs> awkward. Yeah. <laughs> 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 you, you, you you remember when <laughs> that's stupid that's stupid. stupid oh hilarious oh, well, so we, we've got a lot of the same picks so it looks like our pick uh, was the same for number two so I'm curious who your number one pick and I'm I guarantee you it's, it's going to be the, the same person. one <laughs> there's only one option for number one yeah and that's Will Ferrell oh no different it's not no who's your number one Adam Sandler. Oh, well, hey, that's a solid pick. Your Will Ferrell's not on your list. He so that's too easy of a choice because well, he yeah. so many. I and I'll, I'll be honest, I, I love his skits on the show, but I love his movies even more. Anchorman and yeah, uh, Step Brothers and uh, you know all. But yeah, his his uh, his skits on the show are hilarious. So yeah, eh, I didn't want to. I didn't go with him because I, I don't want to say it's too easy, but there's just so many characters and you know, we're doing top five, but it's hard to rank them. So yeah, even though we're, is. we're doing one through five, it, that's not a particular order. It's just, these are five of uh, my favorites and he's in there too. It's just, you know, I've got a, a ton of others, uh, David Spade, like you mentioned, Phil Hart. I mean, just so many Mike Myers to narrow down to five, but yeah, he's definitely, up there yeah sandler is one of those guys that he was ve he 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 came in with a, a completely new brand of of comedy mm -hmm. and uh it's it's pretty much this the type of stuff you see in his movies but it was really new at the time i know that you know like he got fired at the same time norm mcdonald did mm -hmm. uh you know the nbc execs didn't like him they didn't like his brand of comedy but he was a, really a, a show favorite yeah. and uh, you know, people, people did love him. I mean, he had uh gosh, he was in, 
uh, I'm I'm blanking on the what the the actual name of the skit is, but it's the recurring skit with the uh, he's a Boy Scout, Canteen Boy, Canteen Boy. That's one of the <laughs> most you know quoted uh, skits of all time for sure. I mean, you know, his work on that. Um, yeah, lunch I mean, Lady it, Land, his lunch, uh, Lady Land, date skits, Thanksgiving song. You know, he would come up with Hurley He Boy, uh, Schmidt's Gay, uh, Beer, the commercial. I mean, just so many different things that he was just, it was just. He did really well playing off of other characters, too, playing off of other people. And that was, that was something that was big for him, uh, especially in his skits back then. Yeah, Adam Sandler is, that's, I mean, that's a solid pick. Solid. But, you know, that he did things before, um, before SNL, uh, he was a, a regular on uh, the Cosby Show. He was Theo's yep. friend. He also had a movie. Um, oh, what was the name of it? Um, and I'll be honest, I haven't seen it. Uh, and it's a lesser known uh, Going Overboard. That's what it was. Uh, so I would be curious to watch that. I've not seen it. But, no, uh, I'm not familiar either. That came out in 1989, so that was before he was on SNL. Okay, I've seen um, the uh, what was the name of the movie? I think you said it. Going overboard. I've seen that. It's really? been a long time. Yeah, um, and I don't remember much about it, but I, I do remember seeing that movie and thinking it was pretty funny. It's just he he was. One thing about Adam Sandler is there's nobody really like him. Yeah. He's got his own sort of brand uh, of comedy. Um, and yeah, it's a solid pick. He's a very, one, one of the more unique cast members for sure. He's sort of, there's never going to be another Adam Sandler on, yeah. uh, on, on SNL or in movies or anything. It's definitely his own thing. Yeah. So I gave my number one away. It's Will Ferrell. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, my thing with Will Ferrell is I I can't count on two hands the number of iconic sketches that guy's in. I mean, you got you, you got um the Blue Oyster Cult more cowbell mm-hmm. skit uh with Christopher Walken. You've got the uh the hot tub lovers. The hot tub lovers, yes. <laughs> <laughs> You've got, uh, oh my gosh, you've got the one recurring skit, which is one of my favorites, which is uh, where he's the the dad of the child um, uh, who's not doing what on he's supposed shed. to be doing. Yeah, get off the shed, get off the shed or get on base. Uh, that was one of baseball. his, those were uh, his, uh, he used those skits to audition. Yeah. If you knew that or not, but. Um. Uh, Oh gosh! And then a the, lot uh, that were not recurring, they're just hilarious. Where he was the he was a doctor, um, yes, <laughs> and, uh, or the one where he was in the conference room on uh, with uh, extremely uh, small speedo. <laughs> yes, <laughs> American Pride. You got uh, Jeffries, where uh, it was Sean Hayes and Jimmy Fallon, where he was. Oh the, yeah, uh, uh, working in the the, <laughs> the, clothes, <laughs> the clothes store. store. Uh, dissing your dog, which is one of those that if you haven't seen that skit, you gotta look it up. Um, the grown baby, 
uh, where he, <laughs> he was delivered no. as a grown man. Rachel Dratch, yeah. Oh my gosh. Um, he was. Uh, um, I'm trying to think of the name of the character. Uh, the cheerleaders, the Spartans. The cheerleaders, yeah. That one with the uh, Sherry O'Terry. The guys, um, the not of the Roxbury. Roxbury guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Jeopardy. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Jeopardy. Alex, you're back. Harry Carey. Uh, yeah. Everybody loves <laughs> Harry Carey. <laughs> uh, his impression is George W. Uh, oh, gosh. Bush yeah. Jr. Yeah. Uh, is legendary. He was also one of those guys, and one of one of the things in SNL is like, how easily do you break, right? Yeah. And he was one of those that didn't often. Now he did in a few, but he didn't often. Uh, and Farley was like that. Farley yeah. wasn't a breaker; he would make people break. You know, you mentioned the um, Pepper Boy sketch, which mm-hmm. is one of my all-time favorite sketches, and it includes three guys we talked about: Dana Carvey, Adam Sandler, and uh, and uh, and uh, Chris Farley, and it was it was supposed to be Adam Sandler's sketch, <laughs> but Chris Farley made sure that it wasn't, you know. Um, and if you haven't seen, I won't give it away, but if you haven't seen the Pepper Boy sketch with Adam Sandler and Chris Farley and Dana Carvey, go watch it. It's hilarious. You'll know when Chris Farley's in it. Um, so yeah, I think that. I, that's a pretty solid. We didn't have ten because we had some of the same people, but that's a pretty solid list, I think. Any uh, any honorable mentions or people that are associated with the show that are not performers, such as writers or anything like that? Oh my gosh! I mean, we could go all day. Um, I mentioned a few uh, from some of the newer, not new now, but the last ones I watched, which is. Uh, Fred Armisen. Fred Armisen's oh, yeah. one of the most underrated cast members of all time. Oh, Will yeah. Forte, Jason oh, Sudeikis. Oh, my gosh, yeah. Uh, you can go back to the early 2000s and the late 90s. I mean, Fallon. Yeah, Fallon was yeah. really good on the show. Um, we we mentioned, like, Sherry Rob O'Terry. Schneider. She yeah. was good. Yeah, Rob Schneider. Uh, Rachel Dratch had a bunch. Yeah. You know, Debbie Downer, so that was always a funny skit. <laughs> um. Uh-huh. We we mentioned well, some more uh, even even writers um, that you wouldn't like Robert Smigel is just he's hilarious uh, yeah one of the writer best. on the show uh, yeah. of course had a lot of uh, other never been a star really but just known for a lot of different things like Triumph the comic insult comic dog yeah uh, or even Conan was a writer on the show Conan uh, Bob Odenkirk. Oh yeah. Uh everybody knows him as Saul Goodman from Breaking Bad. Yep. He was a as a writer on Saturday Night Live in the 90s. Um Yeah, there's a lot of legendary writers on the show as well, yeah, for sure. And that and that was a big part of it. You know, um Oh gosh, I'm I'm trying to think um I'm trying to think of I blank on this guy's name a lot. One of the writers. He was in some movies too. Uh, Jim Downey. He was one of my favorite writers. Now, Jim Downey, uh, for those of you who don't know, if you've ever seen um, uh, 
gosh, I'm blanking on the movie. Um, Billy Madison. Mm-hmm. If you've ever seen Billy Madison, Jim Downey is the the guy, the game show host, who said every you know everybody is dumber for having heard <laughs> your answer in this room. He's that guy. That's Jim Downey. Yeah. He, he played in Dirty Work too. Oh, he was in a in a, a bunch of different movies yeah. and, and shows. Uh, I think he he passed away this year, didn't he? I think he's still kicking. I yeah. think he was on. Uh, Maybe so. I, for some reason, I thought he passed. Yeah, he's still around. He was on okay. uh, not too long ago. He was on Dana Carvey and uh, David Spade's show. Okay. I yeah. think I, I looked at the wrong thing here. <laughs> so, nope, he's not dead. Well, he yeah, he's still around now. He wrote the infamous Chippendale sketch with Farley that a lot of people don't like uh, for, for you know, reasons like we mentioned. I think it's funny. I think a lot of people think it's funny. Um, now, he actually, if you listen to the podcast, talks about that. He talks about the writing of that sketch and the backlash. And, mm-hmm. you know, he said, you know, Farley loved it. And love the idea, and that's why he moved forward with it. And you know, it wasn't any bad intentions. But he wrote a lot of, of really funny stuff, yeah. and uh, so he was he was one of the greats as well. Um, so yeah, for sure, the writers of that show. Uh, you know, a lot of the cast members wrote as well, but oh, yeah. people who were just writers uh, were also turned out to be really funny guys too. Um, so yeah, that was a pretty good list, I think. Yeah, pretty good absolutely. list. Uh, you know, maybe sometime down the road, we'll jump back into some, some SNL stuff. That'd be fun to do for sure. Um, all right. So let's, let's hop over to the, uh, to the movie here. So, all right. I already mentioned sort of the format and how this is going to work. We are watching through Amazon prime. Uh, you know, you may be watching a DVD, a Blu-ray, whatever. Um, but I'm pretty sure the format's going to be the same. Um, I'll sort of give you some visual clues as we go through, like I've done with the other movies. Uh, that way you'll know if you're, uh, you know, synced up with where we are. If not, it's pretty easy. You can just pause and move, catch up to where we are. And, uh, you know, I'll give you a few, a few points to be able to identify where we are in the movie and that way you should be pretty good to go. All right. I'll give us a countdown here and we'll start. Uh, I'm pressing play in three, two, one. All right. Here we go. I hope this watch party works. First time I've used this. Hopefully so. I mean, mine's playing, so that's a good sign. All right. So now, now, Chad, tell me if you're any different. But now the Universal logo, an MCA yeah. company, that's what's on the screen. Mm-hmm. There's a there's a visual cue for you. And Hughes Entertainment Presents just came <laughs> up. All right. So you should be caught up. Uh, this is the classic movie. I'm going to cut down the volume just a little bit. All right, there we go. You know, you and I have talked about this before. The first time I saw this was in the theater when I was when I was little, and uh, parents and uh, me and my brother were coming back from vacation, stopped at a hotel, 
uh, on the way back and I, and went to the theater and uh, watched this movie. I became violently ill after the movie, but it wasn't because of the movie because it's just great. <laughs> Side note there. Yeah, so this is what, 88? Yeah. You may have to cut down your volume in the watch party I had to. I don't know if I can control that. Oh, uh, wait, here we can. Yeah. It's at the top of the screen. There you go. Yeah. All right. So, uh, fun fact number one this movie's written by John Hughes. We've talked about John Hughes before. He's one of the absolute best writers to come out of the 80s pretty much of all time. I mean, that guy, if he wrote a movie, it was pretty good chance it was either going to be an instant hit or a classic or both. Yeah. So and He started out writing. Um, did he write for a magazine? Uh, it seems like I've heard that, yeah. Short stories for a magazine. A lot of those short stories turned into to movies, I believe. You're right. Yeah. Yep. I have heard that. I so, don't know if it was uh, National Lampoon or if it's a different one. I, I don't recall. I think it was. Yeah. So just another visual cue here. The, the credits have pretty much just finished. And now it says written by John Hughes on the screen. Again, I think we've given enough now to where you should probably know where we are. And I, I will say, you know, watching this movie, this I can totally identify because the Chet Ripley, uh, that was my dad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Their family, that was us. And I definitely identify with ben, Benny. <laughs> this is just a classic candy character, you know. Yeah. And, and and same with Ackroyd, classic oh, gosh, Ackroyd yeah. character. Yeah. Um, you know, we didn't talk about him, but of course in the, the SNL character or uh, uh, cast members, but yeah, I, I guess for me, uh, you know, I, I really uh, uh, watched him more in movies, you know. Oh, yeah. During the He's 80s. definitely bigger in movies than he was yeah. in SNL. You know, Candy same with never... like Bill Murray and Chevy Chase. Right. They definitely had better movie careers than SNL. And, you know, John Candy was never on um, SNL, of course, but he was on SCTV with a mm -hmm. lot of other uh, uh, actors and comedians. And they just, it, it seemed like during the 80s, all, those two shows, characters or cast members from those two shows just ruled uh, yep. the, the comedy movies. And, of course, John Candy on SCTV because he's Canadian. It's a Canadian yes. show. Uh, on the show at the same time, uh, Harold Ramis and Rick Moranis. Oh yeah. So there's two other greats for you. Dave Thomas. Yep. Martin Short. He was actually on both shows, SCTV and, yep. uh, Saturday Night Live. For prompt service, blow me. <laughs> I told you the other day, I got to get one of those. I love the fact, I've always loved the fact this man's just riding on the hood of the car. <laughs> How do you go about just telling them, I, no, no thanks, I'll just hop up here. <laughs> There's something you don't see anymore also is that wood paneling yeah. on cars. 
That's just a thing of yesterday. <laughs> 300 bucks. Not including what they spent on my saw. one thing i love about these kind of movies of this time period is i I really like the scenery too you know just oh yeah yeah the outdoorsy feeling it reminds me of like when we we would go on camping trips like you were talking about uh as a kid and stuff Great, the great Dan Aykroyd. <laughs> and Annette Benning. Annette Benning, yeah. Still, still strong career today. Yeah. To this day. You know, with the 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 funny thing about John Candy is that a lot of his characters were sort of similar. I mean, you look at like, or they at least had similarities. So you have like this, or Uncle Buck, or you know, the dad in Summer Rental. He just the yeah, yeah. yeah, That's what I was trying to say. He he does a really good job of just playing the the everyman. And there's something about him that's just super likable. You know. And that's what he did a really great job. He he never really played. I can only think of one movie where he sort of plays somebody that you're not supposed to like, and that's the the JFK movie. Have yeah. you ever seen that? Yep. With the uh, uh da, 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 Kevin Costner. Kevin Costner, yeah. And he's good in that movie, but it's a little bit of a different role for him. Yeah, he had some others where he wasn't just the everyman, like who's Harry Crumb. Yeah. But, uh, it's yeah, more of a just, character. Yeah. yeah. But he really plays the everyman well. And he's, like in this one, he's the straight man, but he's still funny. I mean, it's just, it's, I, I don't know, it, it's a unique dynamic. Yeah, and it's one of the rare ones w- where you get to see Aykroyd play sort of the the uh, uh, antagonist, sort of. Yeah. You know. That he, he's more neighbors. of a character, too. Yeah, neighbors. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Little unknown movie from the... Is it the early 80s? Yeah. 82, maybe? Yeah. With uh, Belushi. And I remember uh, my mom covered my eyes during this part. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I love Aykroyd's laugh in this movie. It's like a a smoker's laugh. So Candy's personality was my dad, but the way Aykroyd looks... That was how my dad looked in the 80s. <laughs> it's a mixture of both. <laughs> he does a, a really solid job, uh, Candy does, of playing this guy who is very obviously annoyed. 
yeah. but he's trying not to show it. He's trying to be as nice as possible. He's playing the 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 hand he's dealt. <laughs> <laughs> So we've talked about this before. They're brother-in-laws, correct? Right. What did how how are they brother-in-laws? I know we've talked about this. The the wives are sisters. Okay, that's right. I always forget that. <laughs> it's so funny because i know people like this yeah 10 minutes into the conversation you're you're looking away and rolling your eyes <laughs> <laughs> Sharing my cabin. Sharing my cabin, yeah. <laughs> it's really it really is a shame that that John Kenny and Dan Aykroyd didn't do more movies together. I mean, I know they did a few. Yeah. Uh Blues Brothers. They obviously weren't, you know, directly working with each other a lot in the movie, but they do have this one and they have um I'm blanking on movie names tonight. They have um, the movie with nothing but trouble. That's it. Yeah. They have that one. And that's all I can think of, really. I mean, they dominated the 80s in in comedy movies. Just so many that are just uh, my my favorites. I mean, during the 80s, that's, and I've seen just about every one of them. Some of them are, are a little, a uh, little less known. There was one that Aykroyd was in. Uh, was it? Uh, he played Doctor Demento. Uh, oh, what was his? What was his name? Not Doctor Demento, but uh, I can't think of it. <laughs> Sorry. Sarcastic, the sarcastic look on his face. (laughs) (laughs) Doctor Detroit, that's who it was. 
What is that the movie? Yeah. And okay. he also played Dr. Detroit. Okay. I don't think I've seen that one. That came out between Neighbors and Trading uh, Trading Places. Trading Places is the movie that a lot of people don't talk about. That's a really good movie. Oh, yeah. Of course, with Eddie Murphy and Dan Aykroyd. He's also really, even though it's not a, an extremely popular movie, I still find it funny. But he's also really funny in uh, Caddyshack 2. Yeah. He's really funny in that movie, too. And he and and the great thing about Ackroyd is he's very good at playing the straight man. He's also very good at playing a character. So, so he can sort of do the the best of both worlds. Yeah. I love how uh, their twin daughters look nothing like either of them. I know. I always love that in movies. Freckles and red hair, and both of them have like brown hair, no freckles. Did you know Dan Aykroyd was in uh, Indiana Jones and Temple of Doom? Was he? Yeah. I didn't know that. Now, these children actors here, mm-hmm. I don't remember seeing them in anything else after this. I, I don't. I, I feel like Buck was in something, but I can't put my finger on it. Christian. He was in Married with Children. Might have seen him in that. He was in Friends. Really? And not been a recurring character, though. Um, so, little uh, fun fact here. So, you know the, uh, the actress who plays uh, John Candy's wife, Stephanie uh, Farsi? Yeah. Um, no, she's his wife in this movie. In planes, trains, and automobiles, where he's that character, and he his wife is passed, and he carries her picture by his, and he puts it by his nightstand every night. That's her. Is it? Yeah. When did the planes, trains, and automobiles come out in '89? I think that it did. It seems like that's right. I've never noticed that though. Let's see. 87. Okay, it came out before that. They, they might have been filming at the same time. Another uh, another great uh, movie of his that not a lot of people know 
but that I like quite a bit is uh, Only the Lonely. It's a good movie. Yeah, that's a good one. And Summer Rental, like you mentioned, nobody ever talks about that movie, but I it's I great. love that movie. Yeah. Yeah, this is definitely my dad. He will get you out in the woods and tell you a huge ghost story <laughs> and then uh, laugh himself silly because he's sketched to death. <laughs> Family would come in, would go out uh, to the state park and camp, and I can remember he would think it was hilarious. Yeah, what'd your dad think about this movie? He probably thought it was pretty funny. Oh, he loves these movies, yeah. Yeah. All those movies from the eighties with uh Aykroyd, John Candy, and Steve Martin. Didn't you say that recently you showed him Top Gun and he had never seen it? Yeah, he had never seen it. It's interesting. I do remember crowding into your your mom and dad's house a few times growing up, and we'd watch uh, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Oh yeah, <laughs> your dad likes it. Your mom course, is not a fan. Growing up, we always watched the TV edited version. That was the <laughs> yeah. uh, the unedited version, and yeah, yeah. <laughs> the bald headed killer, but it's such a ridiculous premise. All right, so this is set in Wisconsin. I guess I never knew that. Yeah. Shot shot in uh, Canada, I think. (laughs) (laughs) Blast of (laughs) terror. Roman, make it better. (laughs) Oh, this is one of the funniest parts of the movie. Complete disconnect with children. (laughs) I love the fact that he's listening to him talking to his kid first. And he's like, maybe I should do that. And then proceeds to just (laughs) make it worse. (laughs) Yeah, make it much worse. (laughs) Good. (laughs) Good evening. Looks as though he's never spoken to these children before. (laughs) 
<laughs> and they were just worried about a bear. <laughs> Made it so much worse. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> not a problem. That bear has, will not enter my mind again. Don't the, the crazed army psychiatric patients bite? <laughs> I don't even think about that. Oh, I forgot about the raccoons. All the 80s. They just have little <laughs> little additions into movies like this, just for fun. And on the phone. So, <laughs> not slept a wink. Yeah, <laughs> close your eyes. So, this is a this is a very interesting movie because it it sort of um, followed the same uh, process. <laughs> this followed. Oh, this is the last wow. two. This follows one of the a process that a lot of movies went through at that time when home video started. You know, this movie did not do well initially, and it was panned by critics and everything. Yeah, the uh, score is not great for it, but it's yeah hilarious. But it hit like home video and became it got a huge following and became a classic. And it's one of the more popular summer movies now. You know, yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Look at him like a Zeus. Again, I know guys just like that. Yeah. Always looking for investment opportunities. Oh, suck my wake. Suck my wake. The perfect name for a speedboat. <laughs> I love the look of this boat and the ridiculous engine this thing's got in it. Jet boat. Another thing about, um, so this was filmed in California and another thing about it, uh, that I find pretty interesting is that, you know, there's obviously actual townspeople there and extras and stuff. And mm -hmm. pretty much what they said was 
John Candy was John Candy and he was very approachable and likable. They said Annette Benning was not a favorite. She was she was pretty tough to people. Really? Yeah. I guess I can no, see I can that. see that. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Come on, you think it'd be the end of that boat? Right up on the dock. Yeah. <laughs> oh, what happened? Are you there? Yeah. I'm froze. That's going now. Yeah, I'd probably just skip. Is it caught up? Are you at uh twenty six? Yeah, they're on the they're on the pier. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Miss the the kiss and the. <laughs> <laughs> You wonder if Benny's going to ski and he's showing him, why is Chet wearing the skis? <laughs> That's an awful convenient movie. <laughs> Plot hole. <laughs> I just also want to say, that is not, that boat is not set up to pull somebody on a ski. I'm pretty sure they've got the rope tied to the engine. Yeah. <laughs> They're going <laughs> to drag them. Exactly what happens is what you would get with that boat. This is just uh, one of those classic candy physical comedy yeah. <laughs> skits. Even though I'm all but certain that's not John Candy. <laughs> but at least in the close-up shots. <laughs> <laughs> that thing is skimming on top of the water. <laughs> It is funny because at any moment you could just let go of the rope. Yeah. <laughs> just a random ramp. Yeah, in the middle <laughs> of the. Put that there. <laughs> Let's go with one ski. (laughs) 
whoever's doing that stunt work is impressive. Oh yeah. <laughs> I'll say that. Because I love you, it's funny. <laughs> you know, one of the things I guess I've never noticed about John Candy, but it really helps a lot of the characters he plays he always has really good chemistry with whoever he plays with. Yeah. You know, he, he just seems like he, he just a nice guy and easy to get along yeah. with. I mean, I don't know. Well, but, I mean, from all reports, that's what you see is what you get. I mean, yeah. he's pretty straightforward and, and approachable. think you'd have something like that blocked off really yeah yeah you would think <laughs> and honestly i don't know how you get a license to run a camp there <laughs> especially given that we know there's dynamite down there <laughs> and a ball-headed killer bear roaming <laughs> yeah. around One of the things that drives me nuts about movies like this, and it, it, it's it's in a lot. All right, we know they're there, and we know they're there during the summer. Why are they wearing sweaters? It drives me crazy. <laughs> sweaters are just something that's just went out of fashion, I guess, altogether yeah. anyway. Nobody wear, I mean, I wore them as a kid, but it, it seems like, Nobody wears sweaters anymore. Yeah. The most uncomfortable clothing on the planet.
I mean, they, the party was all set. You might as well just go ahead and take him. I didn't do that. He did it. <laughs> now, <clears throat> this actress I've seen in some other stuff, but I'm yeah. trying to I'm trying to put my finger on what it is that I've seen her in, and I cannot think of it. I have seen her in a... Now, interestingly enough, I have seen her in a movie. Uh, it might have been like a direct-to-video movie. I, I don't know. Uh, but it was with... Um, Fred Savage was in it. And I don't know the actor's name, but he's the guy who played Bug in Uncle Buck. It was a movie called The Boy Who Could Fly. Yeah, That's the only yeah. thing I can remember her from. Do bear dumps exist anymore? I don't know. I have no idea. I've never seems like a one. bad idea altogether. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that is a classic dad move: throwing yeah. a bear's Clark bars. <laughs> Hit him with it. <laughs> what was the plan here? Yeah, you he left it on the hood. It on the hood. <laughs> I mean, I know what you expected. <laughs> You think it would cave that hood in, but I guess this is a movie. I mean, how much does an adult bear weigh? You would, you would think. 
I don't know. So, um, one of the, uh, other things I think is pretty interesting is, and I guess I didn't know until I started looking into some behind the scenes stuff for this movie, I guess I never knew this, but, uh, the first choice to play, um, Chet, I believe, uh huh, um, was Chevy Chase. Really? And I didn't know that. I, it was John Hughes's way of reuniting John Candy and Chevy Chase after vacation. Now, you're uh, talking uh, Chet or Roman? I mean, uh, Roman. Excuse me, Roman. Um, and he couldn't do it because he was he was doing uh, Funny Farm at the time. Yeah. Which is another, another great, great movie. One. Yeah. <clears throat> but that would have been interesting. That would have been a totally different totally different movie at that point yeah they want he wanted to reunite them uh what did you say after uh vacation you know because they were in vacation together briefly john candy and chevy chase You know, one of the funny things about John Candy is that he, like, I don't think he played, like, you mentioned the score of this movie on, I guess, what, the Rotten Tomatoes or IMDb being yeah. pretty low. Yeah. He didn't play in a lot of critical hits. No. You know, like, you know what would, we would define as critical hits. Uh, but they just, a lot of them just turned into classic movies. Yeah, yeah this a lot of, got a critic lot of rewatchability. score Wow, that's really that's yeah. way lower than I thought it would be. You know, one thing I never even thought it was sitting, I was sitting here thinking when the, when the bears are on the car, he makes the Yogi bear reference mm-hmm. and Dan Aykroyd vo- uh, voiced Yogi bear in the movie. Oh, I never really true, thought yeah. about that.
an A and W restaurant. Those are not exist anymore. Oh yeah, there's one, uh, uh, but close to here actually. Oh, is it? Is it still like a drive up like this? Well, no, it's not a drive up. It's a, uh, it's a fast food restaurant. Okay. As that, I'm assuming that's the same brand as like the root beer. Yeah. Okay. I've never heard of these. That's one thing I always thought was a little, uh, I guess, odd about this movie is it tries to fit this like 80s teenage love story into it for everybody yeah it's it is trying to capture all audiences now i don't know those movies so well too that's true yeah i mean that is sort of his wheelhouse i mean i i think this wasn't long after uh pretty in pink Mm -hmm. she did um one of the most unrealistic things about this movie <laughs> is that they would allow Chet to ride one of those go-karts. Those <laughs> seemed like they were for kids. Yeah, the horse. (laughs) (laughs) That was one of those deals where the uh, horses drew straws back at the stable. (laughs) He he got the short straw. This scene always reminded me of uh, a time when I was when I was real young. Uh, my dad uh, and some of his friends used to go up to um, a river in, uh, I think it's Tennessee, Buffalo River. Do you know where that is? Is it Tennessee? I've, I've heard of it. Uh, well, anyway, um, they used to go horse riding. And I, this always reminds me of that because there was one guy that was having trouble with his horse just like that. That thing just would not cooperate. <laughs> and it ended up just rearing up and falling on him. Oh. <laughs> and we had like get an ambulance and everything. It, it just always reminds me of that. <laughs> you had to eat the nag. <laughs>
<laughs> Just these side characters that <laughs> Just synonymous with the 80s Yeah It did them so well <laughs> Well he's got the hair <laughs> John Candy's face. Now, we talked about, um, so you said that you said these are sisters, right? Yeah. We talked about, um, Annette Benning, mm-hmm. the Stephanie Pharisee. I mean, I don't know that I've seen her in much either. No. I think. I mean, even just looking through her like her IMDb page. I mean, she's not in a ton of stuff. How I Met Your Mother and Grace, and I mean, she's in TV shows, but... Oh, she was on Extreme Ghostbusters. Interesting. Really? Which is surprising because I, I mean, she's probably better than Annette Benning in this movie. Now, I know one movie doesn't make or break somebody, but.
<laughs> Get it. He's refueling. <laughs> <laughs> Ghostbusters reference. Yeah. Yeah. Like a flat swat's going to do anything. <laughs> Yeah, see, so this is what I'm talking about. It's not that the storyline's in here. It's that these odd cuts to it. Yeah. You know? It always throws me off a little bit. I'm just going to be honest with you. I'm not invested in your storyline. Interweaving these (laughs) storylines into a greater arc. (laughs) 
Maybe it's because I know they're like 17 and they're never going to speak to each other again after they leave here. (laughs) Maybe that's it. It's always this cliche 80s music. (laughs) Little flanger guitar, some drums. That's all you need. Oh, yeah. Paul Banyan's cupboard. The bucket Bucket of salad. It would take me a month to eat 96 ounces of steak. It looks amazing, I have to say. (laughs) It does, but can you imagine how hard it'd be to cook that? (laughs) I know. Just to cook it. Cook it correctly. Although, when he brings it out, it doesn't look like 96 ounces. The sad thing is, I know that if all these people gather around me, I would I'd eat everybody of it. Yeah, just out of competitiveness, and I'd regret it. You deal with that later. But I'm not. Here's the thing: if if the challenge is to eat that whole thing, I'm not going at it with these little bites like he's doing. I'm ripping off big I chunks of that it thing. In. Yeah. He should just send her a text. (laughs) Just profusely sweating. Now, I will say, I'll be honest, for me, that is my favorite part of the steak. That, well, I mean, I that's where the flavor is. is. Absolutely. It is. My but after steak. eating a 96-ounce steak, I don't know that I could do it. You probably want to start with that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I just wouldn't be proud to wear an I ate a 96 shirt around. I'll just tell you. <laughs> this is as big as a tarp. <laughs> Yeah. 
and then we cut to the music again. <laughs> cut back to it. It's just like these hard cuts. There's her can. Do you see uh, Dan Aykroyd counting them off? Yeah. I don't know how you missed that during filming. It's the most obvious thing. <laughs> One, two, three. <laughs> they absolutely do bite. <laughs> I don't know that I've ever heard of fishing with leeches. I've not either. I've never, yeah. It's an odd thing. <laughs> I guess it made for a good bit. <laughs> yeah, it just might be completely made up. turned made a turn for the (laughs) (laughs) retention this reminds me of family vacations when you get to about the last day everybody's ready to kill each other everybody's cooped up Again, it's summer. It is. That's what I keep thinking. I mean, I know it's Wisconsin, but I would assume the summers are still warm. Now, I'll be honest. We're assuming it's... No, it's got to be if they're out on the water. Let me see here. I mean, yeah, they were in a boat. Let's see. The average summer temperature in Wisconsin is about 80 degrees. So, man, it's warm. Hmm. It's not cold.
<laughs> She's had enough. Oh. <laughs> 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 We missed that You know, we just had to get this guy back in. Here. Oh, yeah. One more skit. Isn't it side illegal? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Like, I'm pretty sure that's all illegal. Maybe the 80s were different. I swear to you, I have a friend from high school that calls me at least once every couple of months with this same pitch. <laughs> I've, I've got an opportunity you won't believe.
the amazing thing is, is that he comes up with this elaborate lie to solicit money. Exactly. Then in just a few minutes, he's going to say, I made that all up. And somehow this is going to end good. Yeah, and he feels bad for what he said. It's like, did you miss that whole last conversation that you guys had? You feel feel bad at the other? (laughs) You just threatened to put a dent in his forehead. Of how he never tells them what it is. Yeah. <laughs> and he just asked. It's yeah. What is it? It's twenty five thousand. <laughs> oh, she's still not she's still not buying it. Did you hear what I said? No. She's in disbelief. If someone ever says the words, write write a check now for as much as you can cover, it's a bad idea. (laughs) We'll settle up later. Shut up. (laughs) We were almost gone. (laughs) We were down the road. How's he getting all these places? Is he walking? You ever notice this fake rain? <laughs> We're noticing a lot of plot holes here. <laughs> this is that's fake rain. Nobody's wet. She's relieved. <laughs> we have yeah. those pieces. <laughs> Can you just write void on those? All four of those, if you don't mind. And just leave the kids in the car. <laughs> Y'all don't need to hear this. It's honestly impressive that he could keep that up for two years. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I 
they rented an, a very expensive ski boat earlier. <laughs> That may have been one lie I just let go. <laughs> I would have just never resolved that. You, you were way ahead. <laughs> you should have just stopped right there. <laughs> he didn't have to know that was a lie. <clears throat> I love how they just forget about that. Yeah, he just tried to rip you off. Again, I love how everybody just forget. You have, you're broke. <laughs> <laughs> and they're all like, oh, what do we do now? You're bankrupt. And the kids are like, oh, it's storming and night. Let's go in the woods. Let's go find that cave we found earlier. You know, Mom the and Dad obviously don't care. They left us in the car. <laughs> That's like the first time those girls speak. Yeah. <laughs> you never hear them throughout the movie. They had the easiest gig ever in this movie. I'd like to think she's thinking about the girls, but I know she's like, we're, we're broke. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. They'll find those girls, but we are bankrupt. <laughs> that actually looks pretty fun. <laughs> and they're dry in the middle of the water. <laughs> I think that private property sign should be turned the other way. <laughs> yeah. Me. Well, it's not really doing a lot of good now anyway.
<laughs> All right, now why? <laughs> I want to know who was the one to go through the process of putting a prosthetic bald head on a bear. Because that guy had the worst it. job on the set. <laughs> <laughs> You're probably right. That kid back in, they probably did just say, shave it. Didn't care they're not talking back. Yeah, <laughs> I just never noticed that. <laughs> I think you're right. I think they did shave that bear's head. <laughs> nah, maybe not. Mm. I mean, that bear's instantly going to pull him down. Oh, yeah. There's no way. <laughs> Ha, 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 ha.
Is Wisconsin known for bears? I don't know. I guess I never knew that. Yeah, I guess so. Now, it says that they're known for black bears. That right there ain't a black bear. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> it's a grizzly bear. And Roman didn't bother to go back. I love how he's back and completely they're showered up already. Yeah, it's they been just left him minutes. out there. They didn't, <laughs> yeah, I didn't, even didn't think bother about to that. go back and let him know they, they were okay. <laughs> He'll, He'll be figure back. it. He'll figure it out. I always love this part. (laughs) 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 Protect us. What, what can I do? It's a grizzly bear. Where's them Zagnuts? Yeah. <laughs> He's got a taste for them. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah, that won't that won't piss him off. <laughs> yeah. That's not gonna work. You gotta plug it in first before yeah. you shoot it. <laughs> the old lamp shotgun. <laughs> now the guy who had to put that prosthetic on had the worst job. I'm just going to say it. I think you shoot a, a, a bear with a shotgun right there. I don't think he's just going to run. <laughs> no. 
the big climax, and now everything's all good. We'll forget about all that stuff we talked about. <laughs> oh, we got to close out this storyline. <laughs> Thank God we're going to get closure here. (laughs) Now, how'd she know where he was? As my mom said when we watched this when it came out, good grief. Impressive that you remember that. (laughs) (laughs) That's what everybody's thinking. Oh, good grief. All right. That's now, one of those was movies. this one of the uh, first movies with the after credit scene? Was it? Oh yeah. Well, I, I don't know if it's the first, but there is the after credit scene. Is it the the dancing? No. Oh. You've never watched past oh. the credits. Oh. All right, folks. We're gonna do a little skipping here. Just gonna go to the after credits. (laughs) (laughs) I've never seen this. Really? Wow. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, totally missed that one. Jeez. <laughs> That's pretty good, though. All right, well, I don't know. What's your opinion on The Great Outdoors? Oh, it is just as good the 101st time I've seen it as the first time I've seen it. It does have Never a lot gets of rewatchability. Old. Yeah. Yeah, it's one of those uh, comedies that it's it may not be up there with, like, some of the the more well known ones, but it is it's funny every time. Yeah, I mean, so many quotable lines. <clears throat> wow, wow, yeah, wow. Uh, yeah, this sort of for me fits in there with the like the the good summer comedies. You know, kind of almost like a vacation. Yeah, 
you know, it's not as popular, I know, but still it sort of fits in that, in that, uh, category there for me. Um, it's not, I wouldn't say this, it's the best candy movie or the best Ackroyd movie, but it's just a solid, a very solid comedy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I've seen this movie a thousand times. Yeah. And you can, I mean, watch it again right now. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's one of those that you just laugh at every time. Um, obviously a big part of that is like we mentioned a bunch of times, Candy and Aykroyd just doing what they do. But, um, yeah, it's that it's a solid movie. Again, it's not ever going to be as well known as some of the, the ones from the eighties that, you know, had more critical success and all that, but mm-hmm. it is, that's, it is a great movie. Great movie. Any, uh, any last thoughts on it before we wrap it up? No. Um, just like I said, so many great quotable lines, uh, just reminds me of my childhood, just, you know, in the eighties, uh, yeah. and just so many things about it, so many memories, but still just, uh, just a funny movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is. All right. Well, we've had fun. Um, I hope uh, all of you listening have had fun. Um, like to do more of this in the future. We've talked about doing uh, Top Gun. Mm-hmm. I'd really like to do Top Gun Maverick too when it when it comes out. What about a doing a, a review on it? But I'm kind of I kind of wanted to wait till it came out on streaming and do a watch along. But yeah, yeah, I mean, with all the success that thing's doing in theaters, I mean. I think I've seen I've, it five times now. Yeah, you have. I think you've seen it a little more. And I think I've seen it three, three, um, and it's still in theaters. And it yeah. came out in May. That's yeah. crazy. It's bringing in the money. It's up to like what one point three billion now. Yeah, it's just insane. It's an insane number. Um, yeah, but and and earned every cent. It's great. Yeah, yeah. Spoiler alert, yeah. We love the movie. Um, yeah, so hopefully we can get to those uh, at some point, and uh, those will be fun to do. Um, yeah, so looking forward to it. All right, well, if that's it, this has been Ticket Stubs and Cassette Tapes, and we'll catch you later.